Hello, everyone, and welcome to the next episode of LMS Cast. I'm Joshua Millage, and I'm joined today with Christopher Badgett. And today we're talking about the mistakes that you need to avoid when you're creating an online course. We recently polled, uh, gosh, Chris, how many online influencers? It was about 15 or so. Yeah, and these are big names in the online course spaces course space. And we asked them a simple question and it is, what would you do um, differently, I suppose, so that you wouldn't make this mistake again when you were creating your online course? And we got some incredible answers. So Chris, take it away. Excellent. Well, we interviewed kind of a cross-section of people. Some people are like famous podcasters. Some people are more writers. Some people are more in the development community like Chris Coyer. Uh, WordPress and CSS kind of development. And when it comes down to e-learning, entrepreneurship, or building a WordPress-powered learning management system, you have to wear several hats. You're kind of wearing the entrepreneur hat, the development hat, the marketer hat, and you kind of, depending upon who you're talking to, the mistakes are going to be different. So we wanted to get a broad cross-section across all those people. And what's interesting is what came back was a lot of similar responses. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm looking at our blog post right now. You should check it out at blog.lifterlms.com. Uh, the, the title of the post is Avoid These Mistakes When Making Your Online Course. And I'm going to say that really the, the number one thing that came up is that people didn't listen to their audience or they kind of created the course in a vacuum without right. getting that as we've talked about before, like an interactive offer where you co-develop the course, you got to get outside the mindset that I know what's best. I'm just going to do it. And then when I'm ready, I'm going to sell it. And the hordes of people are going to show up and buy my online course. That was probably the number one uh, mistake that we got from, from the interviewees is to avoid not engaging your audience, especially in the early stages of conceptualizing and creating your online course. Yeah. And I think it's a really good point. And I've seen this happen back from my freelancing days is you get this idea of like, this is what I'm going to create. And this is what people want to know. And you go create that course, you spend all the time and producing videos or audio or whatever it is. And then you get ready to sell it and you realize that's not what anyone really wanted at all. So I think it's great feedback. It sounds like all of these experts out there at one point in time, uh, probably launched a course that didn't do so well and took one on the chin. And so that's, I think, why we see this this one point come up over and over and over again. Um, Absolutely. And I'd like to throw a hat tip to John Lee Dumas. He hosts a podcast over at Entrepreneur on Fire. He also has a community called Podcasters Paradise, which mm-hmm. is kind of like a community online course wrapped up into one. Yep. But But John said that Uh, the number one thing you want to make sure of is that you have a starving audience or a hungry audience. And the way that you can really gauge that to give you guys a specific action step into testing of whether your your course has legs or not is to see if people are willing to buy your course before you create it. If they're willing to pull out their wallet, enter their credit card details, and purchase it, that's really good validation um, that, that there is that kind of starving crowd for your offer. And, and you can also use interest lists like email lists, but there's nothing better than someone putting cash on the barrel head. Yeah. I mean, and I think pre-launching, we've talked a little bit about that in previous LMS cast episodes, you know, um, yeah, p- creating a pre-launch strategy. So you launch with a product not even created 
and you work with a small group of students and you basically teach just in time type style of teaching. So you're creating courses as you ask them, like, what do you want to learn? And then out of that, you kind of create your your product. And I think that's what a lot of people have done here. Uh, I'm scrolling through and I like... Um, I like this one. The biggest mistake is to create something you think your audience needs instead of creating something you know they need. That's just a different way of wording what we've already said, but Scott Dinsmore said that, and I, I really like the way he he phrases that because I don't think we spend the time to really know. Um, and then James Shramko says, uh, the most common mistake when creating online courses is focusing too much on stuff and not enough on the customer getting results. Now, don't and, get me started on that one. Uh, that, <laughs> that, that, that one comes into uh, kind of what we talk about, the difference between a, a learning management system where you're really focused on the student versus um, just making the sale into a membership or getting people through a paywall and that sort of thing. Not that all membership site creators are like that. But I really love how succinctly, uh, you should check out James's exact quote at blog.lifterlms.com, but he said that he, just basically that it's all about getting results for the, your customers. So if you're not getting those results, you may get the sale, but if you don't also get the results, right. that's kind of the canary in the coal mine. You might have some trouble on your hands. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Chris, what do you think the number one thing is? I mean, outside of what we've already talked about, because you've created a lot of different courses and, and niches that are not online business related at all. And uh, I'm curious what you think the biggest thing is. Well, I'm actually uh, towards the bottom of the this blog post. And for me, it's kind of counterintuitive because I'm here selling a learning management system, a Lifter LMS. Right. But I actually... I see a lot of people getting a little too focused on their membership site or learning management system technology, whether that's a WordPress LMS theme or WordPress LMS plugin and the various features it comes with, mm-hmm. um, that it's important to uh, you know, not get too sidetracked into the technology. And really, I would agree right there uh, with James Shramko about the results and just to make sure your course solves real problems for a specific group of people. And that's what it's all about is really knowing your target audience and making sure you're either solving a problem or bringing someone closer to the desired outcome. And I think a lot of times uh, I can split that into two in terms of serving specific people. I think in most people, most cases, people make their courses, uh, their audience a little too general. I think mm-hmm. people probably need to go like one step down, tighten up the niche a little bit more, even if it's uncomfortable. Uh, not just like dog training videos, but dog training videos for, you know, huskies or for Rottweilers, whatever it is, like take it at one level down. The, the internet's a big place. The world's a big place. There's a lot of like dog owners out there that are passionate about their specific breed. And if you say, uh, this is for people with this kind of dog versus this is for people with dogs. You, you can create a much deeper connection. And your course material is also going to be tar- a little different. Different dog breeds are different. Mm-hmm. Uh, in terms of solving real problems uh, or you know, helping people get desired outcomes, that one is super critical. And I think I heard uh, there's a great online marketer and business education guy named Evan Pagan 
who said that um, don't sell uh, suggestions, sell solutions, and which is a really simple statement. But what at the end of the day, like you want to actually sell something that changes something that is like almost impossible for your course uh, student to ignore. Mm -hmm. uh, not just give good ideas like, hey, you should do this. Like right. you want to sell a blueprint and a solution to get them where they need to go. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that's the, the thing that the question that arises out of that is how do you find that blueprint? And I think that's what my number one thing would be is if you already have a group, even if it's a list of 100 to 150 people doing somewhat of a, a pre-launch scheduling type of system or, or doing a pre-launch to gather feedback before you create the product is huge. Um, and I think it's really a, a important step to create a product that actually fixes problems is that you're not guessing, you know, for a fact, you know, that it, it fixed their problems. So that would be my, my point of feedback there. And then, and something that I would push people to do is, is sell, um, and just be honest about what you're doing. Say, Hey, I wanted to make a product in on XYZ topic. And I want to talk to, a f you know, five highly engaged people. I think if you do more than five, you get overwhelmed from perspective, but I want to talk to five people. I'm going to coach them for over the next month. And then through that, you create your material for your ongoing course. Um, done that in the past and it works like Novocaine every single time. <laughs> so cool, man. Well, do you have any final thoughts for those people who are listening, who are ready to create a course and uh, want to avoid some mistakes? Sure. I would just key in and piggyback on what you were saying about just being honest. And I'm going to, take it to uh, Chris Coyer's response, who is a, a well-known developer in the WordPress and the uh, CSS, different programming language community. He has a podcast also called Shop Talk. Mm -hmm. But uh, Chris said that the number one mistake you can make is to essentially, is about how you approach your training videos. And um, what he says when he's teaching online is that he doesn't cover up mistakes. Mm -hmm. So I think that sometimes you can get a little too caught up in being too polished. That you do a couple things. One, it slows down your, the creation process of your material. And the other is you kind of come off as like overly uh, cinematic or perfect. You know, it's, it's nice for people to see it like they're learning from a real human being who makes mistakes too. And I think that's what I'd close it out on is don't get caught up in perfection and it may actually help you to just come across as a normal human being that makes mistakes too. Right on. I love that. Awesome. Well, Chris, this has been a, a jam packed episode. I hope everyone who's listening goes over and checks out our blog post. We've spent literally weeks on that piece of content and I think it's so, so valuable. Um, but yeah, thank you all for listening and until next week, we'll talk to you then.